Yeah, what is going on, everybody? It's your boy Rob, host of From My Experience Podcast. How y'all feeling out there? Is everybody doing all right? Are you feeling good? Are you feeling okay? Huh? How's everything going, man? <sighs> this episode, y'all, I am forced. <laughs> I, I really am forced, man. Um, going swimming, man. Going swimming in the dating pool. I'll provide context as this episode context as this episode goes along, but that's what we're gonna be talking about today, man. But I hope y'all are feeling all right. You know, FME underscore podcast on fan base on Instagram from my experience podcast on Facebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna get into a couple things today, man. Social media has been wilding, and yeah, we, we just gonna talk about it. I, I promise you, we're gonna get into some things today. Sheesh. Gotta mellow it out, man. Gotta mellow it out a little bit. Mm. Yeah, gotta mellow it out a little bit, man. But, yeah, it's just, yeah. Life is good, man. Life is good. Don't take those those beautiful things you have going on in your life. Don't, don't take them for granted, y'all. It, it could be a lot worse. I just had a conversation with a friend on Instagram and we're just talking about how sometimes we look at life and look at where we are in life and it's like yo I did not see myself here (laughs) like this ain't the plan at all this wasn't in the cards and you know she said we have to remember to give ourselves grace and I was like dang you know I should have remembered that but apparently I didn't so I got to give myself some grace but I am in good spirits I hope you are in good spirits hold on let me sip my water I hope you are in good spirits as well. You know, we just we just going to keep on trucking, man. That's, that's all I can really do. And I ain't going to be mad. The job market is still ruthlessly beating the snot out of me. I've gotten more rejection emails than I can count. But you know what? I'm going to keep on applying because something's going to come through. Because your boy got to get on to this next level. But in other news, if you have not already, download Pass the Peas app. Yeah, Pass the Peas app. Pass the Peas app. Pass the Peas app. And follow Pass the Peas on Instagram, man. It is a family keepsake app. You can record yourself cooking recipes, man. And it's beautiful. It's it's step by step. You can add in all the ingredients. And what makes it so beautiful is you can capture those memories of mom, dad, grandma, auntie, uncle, whoever is close to you. Y'all can create collaborative cookbooks and you'll always have those memories. That video, you know, it's cool. Sometimes you write down the recipe and it's like, okay, you know, yeah, thank you for, you know, let me, let me get that, you know, let me find this piece of paper. Let me call my auntie. I lost the paper. Let me blow through this old dusty uh, recipe book, but it's nothing like being able to open the app and see the person that you love and admire making that recipe 
something you'll always have. I'm telling you, it's dope. My French toast recipe is on there. I'm going to be adding some more stuff on there. But man, follow me on Pass the Peas app too. It's Robert Wilson Jr. I think it's Robert Wilson, one of those. But yeah, follow me on Pass the Peas app, man. Just wanted to put that out there. All right, I actually have headlines, and I only got two. <laughs> man, you can't tell me God ain't real. So, man, I... Mm. Let me gather myself. Lord have mercy. All right, man. The the racial bias, the racial tension, the racism, the hate for black people. It's terrible, man. And now, not even now, it's it's just continuing to be out of hand and continuing to get out of hand, man. So, God bless the young brother, Ralph Yarl. 16-year-old, man. All he was doing was picking up his twin brothers, his younger brothers, after school. He rang the wrong doorbell, went to the wrong house, rang the wrong doorbell. The owner of the home... Andrew Lester, 84 years old, shot him. He shot Ralph in the head. He tried to kill him. Fortunately, Ralph survived, man. Uh, his family said he's recovering well. I mean, that's that ain't nothing but God, bro. Like, to get shot in the head at what I'm assuming is just point blank range i mean you rang the doorbell you're right there there's nothing you could do so andrew lester was arrested and charged with uh two fel two felony counts let me see here let me get this together yeah first degree assault and armed criminal action for shooting him um and they're trying to get this they're protesting right now to try to get this uh seen as a hate crime but uh his bond is set at 200000 And if he's found guilty, he'll face no less than 10 years and up to 30 years or life in imprisonment. And I think he should, you know. He, he said he feared for his life. He was scared. He thought the young man was breaking into his house. The music stopped at the perfect time. Because you know what? I'll be down. Ain't no way. I'm just glad he survived, man. And this, this, you know, we talk about guns and gun violence in this country. And it's just like ignorance, racism, and just plain old lack of training. If someone rings your doorbell, there are so many ways you can address that without having to open your door. You can talk through the door. You can talk through the window. I mean, there's so many alternatives to opening the door and shooting someone. It's bullshit, man. I'm, I'm just tired of seeing it. I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm glad he was arrested. And I hope he's charged. He deserves to be charged for that, man. You tried to kill this young man. All he was trying to do is pick up his siblings. And you think he's trying to rob you? Seriously? Break into your house because he rang your doorbell? 
So that's still developing. So we'll see what happens with that. In other news, in entertainment, in the entertainment world, and this is the last thing I got for y'all, man. Reasonable Doubt. If you have not seen the series Reasonable Doubt, woo! Man, let me tell you, I love that series. Actually, I need to watch it again. They're going to have a season two. Season two got renewed. They did a dope um, little reel on Instagram about it. They were serving because the main character she's a lawyer they served everyone with papers and then when they opened it up it said reasonable doubt season two so shout out to everyone that is a part of that show it is on hulu so if you have hulu check out reasonable doubt man that's your front page news all right y'all so your boy rob man listen so before y'all jump to conclusions you know the uh the title of this episode <laughs> is going swimming just talking about the dating pool we call it the dating pool i don't know why or who came up with that man but i'm really finding it interesting some of the conversations that are on the forefront of dating and relationships especially from people who are single married people speak completely different um when it comes to this but the thing that seems to be trending and popping up now is women in these lists. The other thing that's popping up is a lot more men are step coming forward and speaking up and speaking out. And a lot more women are actually coming out and speaking against some of these things that some other women are saying. So there seems to be like a healthy, actually, discussion going on. Um, say what you want. I feel like a lot of what Kevin Samuel said is happening. I feel like a lot of what he said is true and relevant. You didn't have to like the delivery. You didn't have to like the messenger. But his message, oh, was very, very real. And I have to consider these things. I mean, I plan on dating again. Um, I'm not going to say soon. But once I make uh, quite a few shifts and moves and changes in my life... Who knows, possibly, possibly by the end of this year, early next year. I can't put a timeline on it. You know, it's it's feelings. Though feelings can be finicky. You might change your mind tomorrow. Who knows? But I'm not looking to date or find anyone. But one of the things I am doing, I'm sitting back and I'm watching and I'm observing and I'm kind of taking mental note. One of the things that I've definitely been doing a better job of is looking at what I need in my life, not what I want, not what I want, what I need, what can keep me going, what can keep me afloat, what keeps me motivated, what is building or adding on to what I already have going on, right? Hence, you know, shout out to Jennifer McPherson talking about green flags on the show, right? Looking for the good, the bad, I mean, at this age and time in my life, I know what that is at this point. I mean, I know what bad is. I know what I'm not willing to put up with. Those tend to be the extremes. I'm, I'm willing to put up with your imperfections because I have some imperfections of my own. But things like drug abuse, physical abuse, you're not going to be yelling at me, screaming, cussing, putting your hands on me, cheating on me, stuff like that, you know? But there, those other things, I'm pretty sure I can work through, but... There are quite a few things that are a bit scary. 
So I'm going to talk about a few things. One, I want to talk about some of these women in their lists. I don't know why it seems to be... It seems like they have so much fun yelling out and screaming out all these things. My man has to have this. He got to have this. But what I'm seeing is... And again, this ain't the majority. This is just what I'm seeing on and on uh, just scrolling through Instagram and other social media websites, fan base, things of that nature. And even just podcasts. Women are very loud and vocal about what they want. And they're used to not getting any pushback. They're used to typically the people around them, the women around them and people around them are cheering them on. Yeah, girl, that's right. He got to make a hundred thousand dollars. He got to do this. He like, I hear them talk a lot about what the man has to have tan in a tangible way, but not who he needs to be as a person those internal qualities and I don't hear enough women talking about what they have to offer or what they're bringing to said man Kevin Samuels said it all the time you know okay what do you you want a man that does this 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 and this what does that type of man want what makes you think that man wants you and I'll get, I'll put y'all in, you know, some people get mad, don't like it. But here's the thing. If I give you $400,000 and I tell you to go house shopping versus me giving you $2 million and I tell you to go house shopping, will you be shopping for the same type or the same style of house? Would you even be shopping in the same location? Be real with yourself. If I gave you $400,000, think about, shoot, house, car, what would you do? Versus if I gave you $2 million, what would you do? That's the best way for me to break it down. The more you have and the better off you are in life, that's just in America anyway, the more options you have. When you have more options and you can afford the best or you know that the best is available to you or high quality options are available to you, that is likely what you're going to choose. More than likely, speaking for myself, more than likely, that is what I'm going to choose. So when you come up with your list and I ain't saying there's nothing wrong with your list. Ladies, have your list. Fellas, have your list. But be real. And look in the mirror and say, do I live up to that list? Now, one of the things that I am, I pride myself on is just being a better person. Money is fleeting. It comes and goes. It does fill certain gaps. It does help create comfort, bring you happiness. I think to an extent, it can definitely, definitely bring you happiness. I mean, a lot of us like things, people, I mean, you know, and a lot of us like financial security, like if your car breaks down, if you have an issue with your house, if you have a medical emergency, if a friend needs help, if you want to take a vacation, it's great to have money because money helps you do these things easily without you worrying or being afraid. This, that, and third. I don't know what that is that's going off because my phone is definitely on silent. Maybe it's my iPad. So I get it. Money does matter, but money isn't everything. 
And everyone with money doesn't know how to manage money very well either. That's the other thing you got to think about. But also, money can change people. It really can. Not necessarily in a bad way, but you look at life a bit differently. Because once you have it, I'm quite sure you don't want to let it go. I've never had a ton of money, but I know it feels good to have it. And when you have to use it, it's not a good feeling. Especially when you're out here working hard for it. And that's the other thing. I I would really like to ask some of these women, hey, you know, you want your man to make this type of money or you expect him to be this caliber of man. Cool. What is what? What are you doing to make it worth it for him? And not only that, but what are your expectations of his money? Like, is this do you want him to have this type of money so he can take care of you and pay for your stuff and support your lifestyle? Do you just want him to make and have this type of money so you know that y'all are financially secure together when you combine your funds? Why is that? Why is that specific number important? And be real, depending on where you live and what your habits are, six figures ain't a lot of money. That's just keeping it a thou wow. Especially if you have two or three kids. Goodbye. <laughs> I get it. It's a good base. Good starting point. Great to be there. But you have to live a certain type of lifestyle, live a certain type of way to make whatever amount of money you make, to make it fit, to make it feel like it's worth it. But that's the question I would have. And I think that's the question some of y'all should ask yourselves, because here's the thing. Having a list. Cool. Do you. Having your standards or what you want this person to have or bring to the table, cool, do you. But keep that same energy when that person wants something in return. It's not, oh, I get to ask and have all these things and then there's you're not allowed to have expectations. Because a lot of stuff I hear is when men put these lists out here, the men say what they want, they're shallow, they're insecure, Yada, yada, yada. Why does that matter? Well, you got a list of things that matter to you and I got a list of things that matters to me. Why my, Why is my list a problem? Why, why is it okay for you to want someone who's above six feet tall, makes six figures, has a nice car, has a nice house, big man parts, or whatever. But when I say I want a woman who takes care of the house, nice body, pretty face can have a couple of children, ain't afraid of the gym to stay in shape and remain in shape so she can keep looking good. Why is that a problem? What you want is what you want. The challenge comes in when you try to find it, <laughs> right? So there's that side of things, these these lists. And then I've been hearing a lot of women talking to women saying, older women too, by the way, saying, hey, I hear y'all out here with these lists, but let me tell you something. Y'all looking at the wrong parts of a man. Y'all looking at the wrong thing. And here's the other thing. Where someone starts out doesn't mean that's where they're going to end up. You know, uh, Kevin Samuels definitely advocated for the average man, the $50,000, a year guy. You know, he apparently ain't good enough because he don't make six figures. That man can do every single thing under the sun, but eh, he don't make six figures. Well, what if you make 50000 he makes 70000 and now together y'all got 120. Y'all can get stuff shaking real quick with that kind of money. But it's kind of like you got these salary expectations for this man. And I do understand that Kevin Samuel said your money doesn't matter to these men. But 
what are you doing with your money? I saw, I can't remember what show it's from, but there's like one of these shows where these people get married super quick. I don't know if it's Love is Blind or whatnot, but the woman's sitting here telling the guy, yeah, you need to buy us a house. And he's like, you not helping? She was like, I'm, and she's a real estate agent. She was like, I mean, I can do the transaction, but I want to be able to say my husband bought us a house. So you want to put a, let's be modest. You want to put a two hundred and fifty dollars to $300,000 bill on this man's head as his wife and say, this is what you're going, you going to, you think it's cool for you to tell this man what he going to do with his money for you. And then you turn around and say, well, I'm not helping. And I commented and said, so his money is your money and your money is your money. That's what that sounds like to me. That sounds like someone I would never marry, especially when I know as a real estate agent, you can easily roll your commission into the transaction. So you want to run the transaction, have the man pay for this house, and then you get a commission off the transaction because you're not helping him buy the house. So that means the money he spent, he's not only buying you a house, he's paying or well, could possibly, depending on what state you're in, could possibly can be contributing to your commission in the transaction. You're getting paid because he's buying a house, but you won't even help him buy the house. And people tried to equate that with, well, he wanted her to have a baby. No, that's a mutual decision. But to tell someone, this is what you're going to spend your money on. This is what you're going to do for me. And I'm not helping. Good luck. I felt bad for him. Interesting stuff. The other thing, uh, back to what I was saying about the older women. I do love the fact that older women are coming out and speaking against some of just the outward conversations that some people are having. And how some people are just breaking men down to a list. Like you, if you don't meet, the, if you don't hit this list, don't even talk to me. That's that's what I hear. Like if I don't like that, that's the thing. It's like, well, what are you looking for? Once I hear what you're looking for, if I feel like I don't meet that, I'm out. Because potential is real. Potential isn't the same as expectation, but potential is real to me. I don't. I am not going to meet the perfect woman. I may meet the perfect woman for me. But it also doesn't mean she's going to be where she wants to be in life and she's going to be where I need her to be as a partner and vice versa. When you work together and grow together, you become better. All of my relationships have made me a better man. All of them. I've learned from them. I grew from them. I learned about women. I learned about love. I learned how to treat women, talk to women, care for women. A lot of stuff. And I'm still cool with all my exes except for maybe one. I don't have any personal beef with any of them, but I don't think they actually have any beef with me either, which is cool. But, you know, it was most of my breakups were respectful. You know, I mean, it, it was what it was. But we were working towards stuff and we we worked together in those relationships to build together. And I think you're kind of selling yourself short if you're saying you got to have a person has to have all these things immediately. What if they don't have them? especially in a certain age bracket. And like me personally, I was headed towards a lot of great things. I still am, but I got knocked down a, a few rungs. You know what I'm saying? Like I had my, my life potentially almost snatched away from me and I had to hit a hard reset. So where I was before, I'm not there. So now does that disqualify me? Does that make me less of a man? Does that mean I'm not good enough as a man? 
What happens if you meet this guy and he has all these things on his list and something like that happens to him? What if he gets sick and he can't make that kind of money anymore? What if something happens in the business world and he can't produce these things? Like, that's why I think it's important to look at the person. Who are you, really? Versus what do you have? Yes, I want you to have your stuff together. Of course, you don't want anyone that's a liability. But having someone who doesn't have everything but has the right mindset and work, and they are working towards something is better than having someone who has those things and they're trash. And all those people aren't trash. And a lot of them that are good are taken. <laughs> that's the other thing. <laughs> the ones that y'all probably want are taken. Like some of y'all want like excluding athletes and rappers who a lot of them are taken. A lot of athletes are with the women that they were with from high school, college. They're taken. So, like, you're looking at such a small population. And the other thing is you don't want to be a come lately. You don't want to be rejecting this dude. And then 10 years later, when he comes up, he still is who he is, but he came up. Now you want to try to come back around. Well, what's new in your life? What's different about you? Are you the same? Are you even what he's attracted to anymore? Because that shifts and changes, too. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But. As far as going swimming, man, I wouldn't even know where to begin. I'm really going to have to do some research on dating. I've never used dating apps. Apparently, that's the thing to do now. I like meeting people organically. I'm public, honestly, because I've said this before in this show. You can become whoever you want to be on social media. Like, for real. And it, unfortunately, people will look. That's now your first impression. So people will look at that and think that they know you or they truly know about you. And they might not know anything. Like, I don't put a lot of the stuff that I do on social media because ain't none of y'all business. <laughs> uh, you'll get more out of my podcast than you will off my social media pages, to be honest with you. Uh, but the other thing that I am that I heard, um, shout out to Kitty Rose, she was like, you know, people saying that there's pee and doo-doo, <laughs> to put it lightly, in the dating pool. It's full of crap. But there are other pools that you can access but are you doing the work and doing what you need to do to make sure that you can access those pools? And that's the question. You know, some people are set in their ways. And when you are set in your ways and that has not been working for you and people have been telling you, hey, this is this is going on with you and you still doing this. You can't access the other pools. Because the pool you're in are people who will tolerate or at least deal with that for a certain amount of time. Some of these other pools, as soon as they see a red flag, you're blocked. You're not getting you're not even getting a date number two. You might not even get a date number one. So a lot of looking in the mirror has to go on. And that's what I that's what I've constantly doing myself. I'm preparing. I got to prepare myself to get out there and date again. Again, it's not something I'm trying to do anytime soon because I'm working on my own personal stuff. But I know one thing. Um, if you come at me with one of these lists, you're probably out of here immediately. Depending on what that list sounds like. If you're coming out here saying my man better, my man got it, you trying to tell me what I need to do for you, you're out of here. This is not a hostage negotiation. I want to get to know somebody. You know, what is her mindset like? What are some of her habits? What's her family life like? What are her goals? Are you working towards your goals? You know, are you supportive? 
Do you want children? Do you want to be married? Where do you want to live? Like a lot of that other stuff will get figured out. Income and stuff like that ebbs and flows. There's a million things you can do to increase income. I mean, people start businesses every single day. That income thing is cool, but how do you manage money? How much debt do you have? Are you down to team up to help eliminate each other's debt? Like there's so many more, much more important things and so many more important layers to get to other than this surface area type stuff. Somebody who makes fifty, sixty thousand dollars but has zero debt is in a pretty good position versus someone who has a hundred thousand dollars but they have a ton of debt. And again, I'm not knocking anyone who makes great money. Continue to make your great money because there's good people out there who make the good who make their money and they're responsible and all that good stuff too. But again, a lot of them are taken. <laughs> you might be able to be number one, number two, and same thing with the the middlemen too middle class or whatever, mid income, average, whatever you want to call it. And I'm not going to go into detail again, but I've already done an episode where I broke down the statistics. Ladies, y'all outnumber us by a lot. Especially if you're just talking black men, y'all outnumber us by a lot. Literally, if we were trying to pair every man, every black man and every black woman together on the planet, there'd, there'd be a ton, millions of y'all left over with no man at all. Regardless of what you want on your list. That's another thing to think about, man. Scarcity. And I'm not saying go out there and be with anybody just to be with somebody either. But, yeah. Dating, man. Um, I, I feel for y'all out there. And I, I pose the question. Let me pull this up. Let's see if I got some responses here. Woo! So, mm, all right. So I, I posed a question. I said, singles, relationship, married, in the streets, and all between. Drop some dating advice. How are you navigating the world of dating? How are you keeping your wife, husband, or significant other in it with you? Do you have a relationship mentor? What works for you? I'm trying to see something. So, shout out to Breeze. Breeze, Dominique. Oh... Bree says, we became friends before we became involved. We enjoyed each other's company. We ate together. We drank coffee at coffee shops together. We went to the movies together. We danced and we did not have sex. For a majority of us dating and being friends. I think, I think that was the telltale of us being solid. And 15 years later, we still rocking. So I would say dating someone long enough to find out if you're ready to take it to the next level. And by dating, I mean going out and actually enjoying each other's presence and time. It it doesn't matter how much money gets spent. You really don't think about it. And it's because you enjoy the good times with the person you're with. I agree. Because that's a, yo, I have to like you as a person. I don't care how fine you are. I don't care how much you try to spoil me. I don't care how good the sex is. None of If I don't like you, I'm not going to be around you. And I think that's my personality type. I'm already highly introverted. So if I don't like you, whew, yeah, you got to be likable. Nikolai, make sure you focus on listening before speaking. Fulfill your partner's needs and perpetually wooing this, wooing this reminding your partner why you were the best choice. My cousin Sylvia, she says communication is key. 
Learn your partner's love language. Keep everyone out your business. Ooh, that's a big one. Keeping people out your business because people will lie about their situation to make you think it's golden and it's not. And you'll be sharing your situation and your situation will be way better than their situation. And they will blow your situation out of the water and make you feel worse about your situation than you actually should. I've said this before. I talk to people who are qualified to give me relationship advice. People I know intimately that aren't going to lie about me and typically married people. There's a couple of single people I talk to about it. A couple, very few, but they're very close and trusted people. But most people I talk to are married because that's my goal. And those people are in it. Those people have taken that step forward. So they let me know, hey, in a marriage, bro, you can't like, I know you thinking about doing this, but if you want to be married, you need to start practicing doing this now. Because if that's your wife, you can't just say, all right, I'm leaving. You got to figure out how to work this out or you got to eat it. it. Scares me. Nell, what's up? Just got her doctorate degree. Shout out to Nell. She said, get healed before you even think of entertaining someone. Yes, heal from your past trauma and past hurt as much as you can. You ain't got to be 100%. You could be on the road to recovery. Definitely heal from your old wounds. That is one thing I definitely do. And I know it's tough. It's tough. I typically, after a relationship, I spend a year or two alone, not dating, just thinking over things, reaching back out to that ex to get um, clarity and resolution. It was closure um learning more about myself and pouring into myself and investing in myself and improving my life and improving myself I do those things until I'm in a space where okay I'm opening the door for someone to come in and that person that's coming in I'm not looking at you to fix me or to uh fill a hole that you didn't create I'm looking for you to add on to what's already here not fix what's here add on to what's already here because you aren't going to have the answers. You may be able to answer some things, but a lot of the stuff that we deal with relationship-wise and healing from hurt are things we need to deal with because we are the ones who went through the situations. We have the resources. We know the people who did these things. Those are conversations you got to have. Your partner may encourage you to have those conversations, but they can't force you to do it. Ooh, Jessica, shout out to Jessica Van. She says, talk about everything. That is something I definitely do. I definitely talk about everything because if I don't give you the information, how you going to know? How you going to know how to deal with me? Got to talk about everything. I love that. And I got one on Instagram too. Uh... Yolanda, Frank Factualities. She said, sorry, y'all. Oh, there. Oh, yeah. I said, got, oh, no. Sorry, technical difficulties. I said, give us one tip on dating in today's world. And Yolanda said, be upfront with your expectations. I love it. I love it. I have been bad at doing that. No longer. Oh, my gosh, that's a beautiful chocolate woman. Oh, I got another one. It says be upfront. Yes. Being upfront is very helpful. You know, now, sorry, ladies. This, I feel like I'm attacking the ladies, but I'm not. Again, another conversation that I hear. You have a food guy. 
you have a sex guy, you have a, I'm just spending time with you guy, you have the I'm fixing stuff guy, you have the, you have these guys, right? Now, if you're not looking for nothing serious and you got these situationships, do you? But when you have someone that you know has expectations and they're trying to do something more, like me, I'm a relationship guy. Like, I'll tell a woman, like, this is what I want from you. Because I'll ask you straight up, what do you want from me? And if you can't give me an answer, that tells me all that I need to know after a certain amount of time. Because most of us know what we want from a person, at least initially. After a couple dates, few dates, you kind of get a feel for what you might want for that person. That should be a question you should answer. Because number one, what Rob is not doing anymore, old Rob, talking 10 years older, 10 years younger, 15 years younger, date, 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 got all these feelings and stuff like that. And, oh, we're just friends. You know, five, $600 later, you eating like a queen, kissing me on the cheek at the end of the night. I just want to be friends. You knew that after date number one or two, but you wanted to make me your food guy. Nah, not, not here to be your food guy. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. There's food guys out there for you. That ain't me. That ain't me. And I think some people just want attention. And I know men do it too, but some of y'all just want attention. Like, that's the thing. You just want to feel like you like being pursued and like people being up your butt and feeling like he doing for me and having these conversations and being able to say these things. Cool. Do that with the people that fulfill that role. There's people out there that's for that. There's people that love to just adore you. That cool. Go find them. Don't waste my time after I tell you what I want. So that's why I think expectations are dope. And I think everyone should have them and everyone should be upfront about their expectations. Real talk, man. Real talk. Real talk. Be upfront about the expectations. But y'all heard it from the From My Experience podcast. Um group shout out to the from my experience podcast family the community thank y'all for chiming in but um yeah i think i think i'm still gonna do the whole organic thing one of the things i'm gonna do and shout out to troy spry certified life and relationship coach one of the things he said is look at what you want in a person and then put yourself in a place where those type of type of people will be so me, I'm a little nerdy. I like gaming. I'm in the anime. Um, I also like shooting. So I kind of need, I do want to have some shared interests with my lady. So some of the things I need to start doing with my introverted behind, like I need to, maybe I need to hit up some more Comic-Con conventions. I ain't been to Comic-Con since 2017. Comic-Con conventions. There's going to be like-minded women there. At least I know you're not going to something like that unless you're interested. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe when I go to the range or what else? Uh, maybe there's some gaming stuff I can go to or get into or join more gaming communities. Like you got to put yourself out there and put yourself in position. And that's what I'm going to do. I'd rather meet someone out in the street where I can get to know you as a person versus going through an entire social media profile. And then in my head, creating this version of you that I think you are or you basically fronting creating a version that you want me to think you are and then when we meet i'm disappointed i'm good with that i'm good with that i'm gonna i'm gonna find you in person i'm gonna go to these i'm putting myself in these position in these places where the type of woman that i want where she would be at that's where i need to be at to find them and then go from there uh i also do friend hookups man my friends know me very 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 well 
because I'm very transparent, probably too transparent. So I do trust my friends to hook me up as well. So when I'm ready, I'm definitely going to hit up my friends. I'm like, yo, who you know? Send a picture. She got to look good. She ain't got to be a 10, but I do want a woman that's fine. I'm looking for certain qualities too internally. I'm going to ask some questions. But um, that that's my plan for going swimming. Right now, I'm just going to take swimming lessons. I'm going to work on Rob, get Rob right get in physical shape for my personal well-being and just to make myself more attractive, obviously. I'm definitely going to get some of my business and stuff like that in order. That's definitely coming along very well. Beautiful things happening. Download Pass the Peas app. I said it again. Pass the Peas app. Go in the app store now. Pause the podcast. Pass the Peas app and put some recipes in there and I'll follow you and you follow me and I'll make some of your food and we can rejoice over food. But that's all I got for y'all today, man. Um, I'm just going to end it right there. I'm not even going to drag this one out. (sighs) That dating pool, man, I'm telling you, it it, it looks, the the water looks murky, man. But go find a different pool, y'all. Like, stop trying to pick up same people at the same places. Go to some conventions. Go to some sporting tournaments. Um, Go to a different type of club in another city. There's just so many clusters and communities of people that you can tap into to find different types of people. And I I recommend y'all do that. You know what I'm saying? Are you swimming in the same pool over and over? Find a new pool, you know? And it is okay to have expectations. It's okay to have your lists and all these things, but look in the mirror and set a real expectation for yourself. How likely are you to find this person? And be open to what that person has to say about you and be prepared. (laughs) Be prepared to hear their list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be prepared to hear their list because they're going to want something in return, man. Like, sorry, you don't just get to ask, 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 demand, 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 and then say, "Uh uh-uh, you don't get to say nothing to me. What? Absolutely not. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, take care of yourselves physically, mentally, and financially. We catch you next time. Peace.